I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Well, the New York Yankees have won the last game at Yankee Stadium on September 21st, 2008. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right. It is 1122 on The Fan. It's the Tiki and Tierney Show. Just a little advice for my fellow Jet fans. Stop driving yourself nuts, refreshing Twitter. You're going to drive yourself crazy. Uh, Raider fans pining for Rodgers as they line the fairways at Pebble Beach. Uh, Devontae Adams recruiting his buddy. Yeah, by the way, Derek Carr was his buddy, too. How's that going? They were <laughs> Fresno's. They were best friends, I guess. And now, you know, that, that split itself up. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't. I just have, um, I have, I'm going to stop short of the word supreme. Mm-hmm. But I do have, but I'll use it for now. I don't really mean uh, 85% of the word supreme. I've got supreme faith, all right, that the Jets have intel that one, Rodgers wants to continue playing. Because without that, there's nothing else. Yeah. So step two doesn't matter. He's got to. Yeah, I, and I believe that they know that. I believe that that has been strongly intimated to them, mm-hmm. whether it's from Hackett, whatever. Uh, number two, I really do think that Rodgers is going to seriously consider the Jets, and I do believe the Jets will be appealing to Rodgers. Now, what do the Jets give up? I mean, do the Raiders usurp that? That, that I can't determine. But this is now beginning to get a little interesting, too, based on a report from um, the guy Fowler from ESPN. Yeah. So the Ravens and quarterback Lamar, as I read, Lamar Jackson could possibly be $100 million apart in guaranteed money. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. Does it, though? Well, yeah. That much? Because he wants his whole contract guaranteed. Like. Deshaun Watson got his whole contract guaranteed. Different circumstances, and this is why so many executives were pissed off at the Cleveland Browns for the way that they renegotiated that Deshaun Watson deal because now all of a sudden every quarterback who thinks they're worth it is going to say, all right, I want my whole deal guaranteed, Yeah, which is Can't great. Can't blame them for asking. Dude, it's great for the player. Think about every other big-time sport. Aaron Judd signs of, you know, Whatever his deal was, three seventy. Whatever his deal was, it's all guaranteed. Forget about him, Kyrie Irving. Better example: 
Might play, might not play, might play half the time, might show up. He gets paid every penny. Every penny. And so the only sport where it's not fully guaranteed, except for what you can negotiate into the guarantee, is the NFL. And now there's a precedent set that you can get a fully guaranteed contract? Of course. If you're Lamar Jackson, that's what you want. Yeah. I, I, whether you think he's wrong or not, he's worth it. doesn't oh, matter. Chase what you got to chase. Go you, for it. You chase what is available, and it is now available because the Cleveland Browns did it. He's in his mid-20s. He's won an MVP. Mm-hmm. He's got every right to go out there and pursue every single penny. I don't begrudge him for that. And then Fowler also added in the report that the trade calls are coming in. Mm. Now, it doesn't mean that the Ravens are, you know, proactively – uh, reaching out, uh, but I would imagine calls come in. If you don't engage, you're not doing your due diligence. Yeah, you're course. not doing your job. Of course. So you got to have a conversation. You have a conversation. You know, who knows what happens? Look, you got to start thinking about Plan B and, and whether you, that's a very appealing to you. And does it help you as a team get better? Doesn't matter. You still got to engage it when you're a hundred million apart on guaranteed yeah, money. That's a lot. That's that is, a lot. That is a lot. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is our number. We've got Joe B, Joe Beningo coming up in fifteen, which will be awesome. Uh, we'll do a little bit of everything with Joe, even a little Super Bowl too. But obviously, Jets quarterback situation, a little Kyrie, a little uh, little Knicks. We'll bounce around with Joe. Uh, let's get Tommy and Mayapak. He's on the fan. Tommy, how are you? Hey guys, good morning. What's going on? Hey Tommy, all's good, Tommy. I I just wanna. I mean, I don't. I don't. I never heard anybody bring this up. But to me, today's NBA, now I'm not saying the players are, but it reminds me of the ABA 50 years ago. <laughs> High-flying act, uh, you know, 130 points a day, no defense, three-point line. And the reason why I'm saying this is because you were talking about how like people like this uh, generation compared to the other. Well, my father was a big Nick fan in the early 70s. You know, the captain, dollar build, uh, 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 what's his name? Dave DeBusha. Yeah, Bill Bradley, he, sure. He, he swore Clyde was shaving points because he, he used to stare at the, uh, at, at the clock. So we used to go to Nick <laughs> wow. games. So, so, so now here I am as a seven-year-old kid. And there's a guy that gets uh, traded from the Virginia Squires to the New York Nets that is, you know, playing above the rim. And I'm like, wow, what would I rather watch? This guy doing all these kind of dunks? <laughs> or would I rather watch the NBA with them, you know, walking the ball up? Yeah. Like, you know, it, it kind of runs its, you know, course. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. It just changes. It changes as the athleticism changes, as the style changes. It's just yes. different, right? Exactly. I mean, I argue with my son. I I have a 19-year-old son, and I could show him Michael Jordan videos until whatever, Dr. Uh, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and he'll just fight with me and say, no way, Steph Curry's better, LeBron's (laughs) better. Like, they just don't get it. And listen, in, in this NBA, they are superstars. Great. But it's just, it's. I mean, I just feel it's just the generation thing. Thing you see something, and you know it just changes you. Yeah, big part of it. Yeah, it is That's a good call there. I never looked so, at that. Like, that oh, I'm sorry, Tom. I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I um, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty interesting connection there. The ABA. Yeah, a little, little renegade. Yep. A uh, little wide open. A lot of flair. A lot of substance as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the ABA. I mean, not just Dr. J, but yeah, Rick Barry. Um, had Dan Issel. I mean, he had some he had amazing players. No question about it. Interesting. 
let's get Pete and Seaford. What's happening, Pete? Hey, guys. Good morning. What's up, man? Well, you know, great assault, what I'm about to say, because I am a, a big Knicks fan. But, you know, I, I think the Nets are absolutely the worst team today. Uh, I just look at 538. Spencer Dinwiddie ranked 233rd out of 241 in terms of worst defenders of the league. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You know, I, the Nets, and especially you see when they play the Knicks, the Nets have so much length, and they were able to hide Kyrie lack of length with everywhere else on the court. And maybe they can still do that with Dinwiddie, but he's a worse offensive player. Yeah, he's got a big shot in him here and there. But if, if Durant gets hurt again or is injured, you know, for any amount of time, what are the Nets right now? They're, yeah. uh, they're a playing team. They're yeah, a playing without, team at him. Yeah. At best. Um, so it's a risk. I mean, you're right about this. It's a risk, but it's it was a necessary one. They had to do this, right? Other than, uh, or just accept the fact that Kyrie's not going to play. Yeah. E- either either you sit him down, or he's or he vol- or he sits out. Yeah. Right. They had to do this. I'm, well, the one I'm, thing. I'm, hold up, Pete. The one thing T- they didn't. Now, I don't mind that they did this. The one thing the Nets did not have to do was construct the contract in a way that Kyrie seemed defensive, like, and it was all tied to winning the championship to guarantee the money. Oh, you mean the, the extension uh, talks? The, that's, the extension talks, you That's mean. an interesting road to go down. Like, if I'm Kyrie, I'm, there's no way I'm signing that either. No. No, that's true. I mean, but it's almost like they did it on purpose. Yeah, because they don't trust him, and I don't blame them. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, Pete. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm sure you're going to have, you know, Evan today on the radio going, well, then that's where I'm better team than you've got on the court. But I'm, it's, 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 it's malarkey. The Nets were a better team with Kyrie. Hey, hold on, so. is, that, is that how you think that Evan sounds? <laughs> what is that? More, more or less. Yeah, you can't be dissing our boy like this, Pete. He's a teammate, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's See you later. Thanks Thank for you, the call. Got to stick up for our own. We're a team here. He doesn't sound like that, does he? I don't think he sounds like that. I don't I mean, either. His best friend still... Hoff would know. He's always working with him. That was the worst impression I've ever that heard of him. horrendous. How yeah. does he sound on Rico Bronia? Sounds like he sounds with Carton. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds normal. Who's got the worst voice on the fan? Oh, my God. The worst voice? Dove. The most, well, it's probably me. Who's got the most annoying voice? Dove. Well, I mean, of guys who host. Oh. Or gals. And we'll throw you into that, Hoff. Who's so. got the worst voice? The most on annoying the, voice. The most annoying voice. Annoying? I have, but I have what my. What does that mean by annoying? I don't know. It's uh, different levels of annoyance. I have you my personal, but that's like a personal too thing, loud, though, right? Too nerdy. No, no, definitely. I got you. I'm asking you. If I had to say the most annoying don't voice let it put you on, on the spot, the, no, no, I, I'm, I'm going to try to. I, I, I want to be diligent about this. I don't want to just go shoot from the hip. All right, then when you get an answer, give it to me All at right. some point. Okay? Yeah, right. I, this is. I don't want to disrespect anybody purposefully. Uh, 100%. Yes. That except is me. Smart, except, for you, except for you, Dove. Prudent move. Yeah, except Dove. We didn't give <laughs> one nanosecond before he just ripped them <laughs> on the air. Oh, that says a lot, doesn't it? Bobby's on Long Island. What's happening, Bobby? Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, before I get to the Kyrie, uh, this Cashman guy cracks me up. I mean, what did, what did he do now? Huh? What, Cashman, did he, what did he do? He called the, he, he called the uh, it was on the, uh, one of the internet uh Website. He called the Yankee fans spoiled, and um, you know because of all the success, all the successes he had. I mean, he's given two, three billion dollars in two thousand since they last won the World Series, and you know he bought, bought the World Series back then. I mean, he was an errand boy for, for uh, Watson and G. Michael. I mean, he didn't build all this team. Well, I mean, Aaron Boy's a little hard. I mean, Cashman's had an incredibly distinguished career, and trust me, I'm, I mean, I like Brian personally. Well. But I, I well, think he's been riding his early success. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you don't have to be disrespectful and unfair to the guy. 
I mean, you know, but considering the amount of money he's he's gotten, you know, I mean, he really hasn't had much success as far as the money he's gotten. I mean, a correlation. I mean, me, you, and my grandmother could win one World Series, you know, in twenty years, which she ran the team. If you're given so much money every year, yeah. I well, mean, by I the way, Bobby, we're not necessarily saying the wrong thing, like or different things. That's why I was a proponent of at least having a conversation. Maybe Brian Cashman doesn't need to get that extension. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that, which he obviously did. By the way, for I'm those not saying don't he's know, been ripping it up. For those that know what Bobby's talking about, Cashman was on 670, the score, on Saturday. I didn't even see this. What and did he, he say? And he said that he doesn't understand why Yankee fans were critical of the 2022 season. Do we have quotes? Because this so, might have to change the entire conversation of the show. It says, quote, it was funny. I was just talking to Omar, uh, one of our special assistants, last night. We're having this little dinner and I talked to him about with my son, Teddy, and we were talking about how the season ended. And I was like, where did, how far did we get? We got knocked out of out in the first or second round? Omar was talking to me. He was like, man, you guys are in it so much that you can't remember what happened. Omar said that? Yeah, so okay. basically he's saying Omar Benai, by the way. because the Yankees fell short mm-hmm. of getting to a World Series, Yankee fans are saying it's a failure of a season when in reality, I mean, you get to the ALCS, it's kind of a big deal. Now, just to be clear, Manaya said that part or Cashman said that part Manaya about how the season was ultimately viewed? Uh, Cashman said this. That's absolutely ridiculous. And Brian Cashman needs to stop talking. Is what he needs to stop doing. I mean, you could have you could have a conversation at dinner. I don't want to ever see these quotes. So again. you can't really remember sometimes they could not reality hit. versus perception. And the perception was that we. This is what Cashman said. The perception was that we didn't do well. The reality was is we had a hell of another run at oh, it, man. but just fell short. Oh, dude, you set that's, records for offensive ineptitude. That's just the New York market. Oh, did he write it? <laughs> this is what he said. I'm just reading it. The I'm Yankees reading his hit 157 against the Guardians. <laughs> but we're spoiled. Man, that's – see, that's – here I am. I just defended the guy. But this is what bothers me about Cashman. Uh, one, Why would one, you say that? 182 batting average against the Guardians. Yep. 273 on base. Uh, <laughs> OPS. Was, base. Uh, OP, OPS. Uh, 643. Uh, there we go. It's Aaron Hicks territory. 28 hits. All right. Uh, well, cha- 28 hits. I mean, whatever. The, the 20, uh, well, there's only 21 in the championship series. And the championship series versus the Astros. Yep. 162 batting wow. average. I can't. But, uh, OPS was 50. I did not see this quote. 502. I got news for you. I would have led the show with this if I saw this. And twenty only 21 hits. I'm legitimately getting bothered by this again. I could tell. He's got the audacity to Th- say this. Thank you, Bobby. I mean, if you lost in seven, um, you know, on a, you just lost to a, a better team, you barely scraped by a Guardians team that 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 has one star, Ramirez, one, and Ramirez is awesome, mm-hmm. and a bunch of kids who are just figuring out how to play and you got smacked again by the team that owns us, and we're overreacting? That is, see, if I'm Hal Steinbrenner, that drives me nuts. But I actually think that Hal thinks that, too. I think he cares. I think that he thinks that as well. Yankee fans are spoiled. How does Brian Cash? Huff, how did you not see this? (laughs) Well, I was looking at other things. But he How said did it, I he not said see it Well, that I don't know. Yes. He said it before, things like this. No, 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 I understand that. But to double down, 
You know, Omar, I, listen, I think Omar was a good hire, you know, but Omar didn't win as much with the Mets as we win with the Yankees. So Omar Manaya's thoughts on reaching the playoffs every year doesn't mean that much to me because that's what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. Saturday. Wow. Interview. I missed it. He Saturday. really wonders why we're bothered by this recent yeah. shortcoming. Man, Omar, is he really that tone deaf? Yeah. Is yeah. he? Yeah. Or is it arrogance? No. What is it? I I, I'm arrogance. confused again. I don't think it's arrogance. He he's not a dummy. It, it I think it's more laced with arrogance. Yeah. That's why I think he will not get rid of Hicks. It's an arrogance. Like there's a haughtiness in how he builds the team that he's beyond reproach. And you know, the more we clamor for him to get rid of guys that he brought in and extended and failed by doing so, it's like he he, he tightens the grip on these players to try to prove us wrong, which is fundamentally wrong because it, it ruins the team or it hurts the team. But then these comments weaken the brand. Like what a I don't know, what a B minus way of looking at things. You know what I mean? I don't disagree, dude. Wow. But he's still saying this be- right before camp. Ugh. Ugh. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.